Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks for tuning in after a brutal, disappointing, ugly, awful loss. Jaguars 27, Cleveland Browns 31. Jaguars fall to 8-5 and five on the season. They've now lost three out of their last five football games. Really not good stuff for the Jaguars in Cleveland. Look, NFL officiating sucks. I'm not going to make this show about that. Yes, Josh Allen was getting held the entire day. Yes, the the officials allowed the Browns to play physical with the Jaguars receivers. You still messed up a lot on your own if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. You have to be able to play more physically. You have to be able to play better football than they did today. And yeah, the officials didn't help. They didn't help last week either. But you can't rely on that. That can't be your excuse. You have to look in the mirror and say, what did we do wrong? And the Jaguars did a lot wrong in this game. Now, no Tyson Campbell, no Walker Little. No Cam Robinson, no Trey Herndon, no Foley Fajukasi, no Jamal Agnew. Both safeties got hurt in this game. Ezra Cleveland got hurt in this game. You couldn't overcome the injuries, obviously, for the Jaguars on this day. But I'm not sure if those guys were available. Would the Jaguars have won this game? I don't know. Maybe they would have. Maybe it would have made a big difference. But for me, it looked like it was more just mental mistakes and not being able to match physicality for the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence played despite the ankle injury. Obviously, a heroic effort for him just to get out there. 47 starts in a row for him now he looked unfazed overall but there just wasn't a whole lot of help for him early and then started kind of forcing things at times he was up and down throughout the game Uh, some poor throws and decisions some miscommunications with receivers obviously some dropped passes some great plays as well obviously he made some plays with his legs did some good things made some nice throws uh, but Uh, It was just uh, not a lot of help for Trevor Lawrence on the day. And why aren't you finding more creative ways to feed Travis Etienne? I think that's a big question for the offense. He is so damn good in space. You have to figure that out. Obviously, you like what they did with Evan Ingram for the most part. He's been incredibly effective the last two weeks. You're missing Christian Kirk in a big way in the slot. There's no doubt about that. He's been one of the go-to receivers for the last two years. Probably the receiver that Trevor Lawrence has the best rapport and chemistry with. You're missing that in a big way with the injury. Uh, but looking at the Jaguars defense, I mean, early on, play action, misdirection, screens just destroyed the Jaguars defense early. Jumbo personnel led to that first touchdown. Jaguars were thinking it was run all the way. Defenders did not stay on their their keys, and you have a wide open David Njoku for a touchdown. Happened again a little bit later on after I thought the Jaguars defense was starting to uh, to to get locked in. It looked like that they were anyways after a couple of nice defensive drives, but then they let Njoku wide open again uh, for another touchdown. Uh, like I said, the Jaguars defense, they had started to tighten up. I think that there were drives where you felt they looked pretty good, um, but offensively, I mean, you had penalties, you had drops, you had uninspired play calling at times. You had an offensive line that was dealing with injuries and not playing their best football. Uh, You had Parker Washington playing very well. Then you fumble the ball on third and 21, give the Browns the ball pretty much inside the red zone, right at the edge of the red zone there. Uh, Parker Washington, he's a a rookie, so you can't really blame him too much. He had a nice return. He also had the touchdown late in the game, so he battled back after the fumble. But this is a guy that he's a rookie, and he made a rookie mistake in this one, and that's the type of mistake that can cost you a ball game. But he was not alone in the mistakes, right? The Jaguars receivers as a whole were not good enough, period. They cannot match physicality with the Cleveland Browns defenders. And were the Browns getting away with some things? Maybe. But you got to be able to play physical yourself. Like, you can go out there and play bully ball, too. If they're trying to bully you, you can try to bully back. But the Jaguars can't do it with Zay Jones and Calvin Ridley. Very disappointing overall. You know, you saw uh, another mistake on special teams. A big Adam Gotts' penalty. You saw... 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The guys, um, the, the Cleveland Browns punt block unit getting really close to getting to Logan Cook's punts a couple times. So, I mean, there were issues all around. They have issues going on across this entire football team right now. They're in a funk. There's no doubt about it. Again, two straight losses to teams that you should have beaten, three losses in the last five games. The only people that are going to be able to get them out of it this year are in the building right now. And whether that's a good thing or bad thing, we're going to find out over the next few weeks, over the next month or so, and see where the Jaguars can get themselves. Because right now, they're a team that's playing losing football more often than not. And now the the injuries, they really have gotten out of control at this point. Like, they are injured everywhere, it seems like. Uh, So it's almost tough to fully evaluate what's going on with the Jaguars. I did love what I saw from the rookie Antonio Johnson. Had a nice forced fumble in the backfield, was playing physical football, um, getting in there at nickel, playing some safety for them. Obviously, Dewey Wingard, you got to give him credit for going and getting that forced fumble. Darius Williams for getting the interception, which I did call on the show this morning in my bold predictions. Uh, But this is a team that also has a tackling problem on the defensive side of the ball for sure. Like David Njoku, Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt, these guys were breaking tackles all over the place. You couldn't bring down Flacco a few times when you had chances in the in the backfield for sacks. Uh, you've got to be able to tackle and play more physical. On both sides of the ball, the physicality is not good enough for the Jaguars. You have too many mental mistakes, obviously miscommunications between Trevor Lawrence and the receivers, uh, just not good stuff. But the good news right now for the Jaguars is they remain atop the division at 8-5. and five. Both the Colts and Texans got smacked today by their opponents. The Colts losing to the Bengals, who beat the Jaguars last week, and the Texans losing to the New York Jets. So the Jags, they have a one-game lead in the AFC South, and they have the divisional tiebreaker. So right now, the Jaguars are still sitting in a good position, other than the fact that they're struggling to win football games right now, right? This is a team that... Uh, just a few weeks ago, you felt really good about the direction they're headed in. But now with injuries and mistakes starting to mount and and the team just looking like they're playing sloppy football overall, the defense seeming to regress over the last few weeks, um, they've got to get it turned around. Because even if you know they skate by here over the last month and they're able to win a couple games and, and win the division, um, which it looks like they probably will be able to at this point, this isn't playoff football. Uh, This is not a team that's going to go win games in the playoffs the way they're playing right now. So they've got to get things together in a big way. The Ravens are up next. That will be Sunday night football. After the schedule softens a bit, uh, you know, after that game, you've got obviously the Buccaneers, Panthers, and Titans during that stretch. So you should be able to win some games. But if they play like this over the next month, they will be in trouble. They will be fighting for their lives just to get to the playoffs. And if they do get to the playoffs playing like this, they're not going to win. Uh, So they've got to get things fixed in a hurry for the Jacksonville Jaguars with four games left in 2023. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content here, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out ginjag.com slash shop, pick up some new Duval gear. Y'all have a good one.